so whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Clear out the room, I'm coming through, they wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill, I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it, I'm today's trying to tap it Whoa, what's going on? It's your boy Dolo J and welcome to the Kicking It Dolo podcast, a sports podcast where we talk about football and basketball, past, present, and future, top five, top ten, stats, and more. So without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm coming back to y'all. I know it's been a little minute, but you know, y'all been really messing with the Throwback Thursday, so I got another Throwback Thursday episode for y'all. So today, I'm going to take it back to the NFL once again. I'm going to go ahead and give y'all the gunslinger, Brett Favre. So we already know Brett Favre basically was a Hall of Fame quarterback, but we're just going to go through and just, you know, how I normally do, basically talk about, basically give you like a little overview and, you know, my opinions, you know, of his career. So in the 1991 NFL draft, Brett Favre was taken with the 33rd overall selection by the Atlanta Falcons. His first season was abysmal, basically, to say the least. Favre only appeared in two games, completing zero passes and throwing two interceptions. In the offseason of 1992, February 11th to be exact, the, Fal- the Falcons traded Brett Favre to the Green Bay Packers for a first-round pick. Now, in the 1992 NFL season, Brett Favre basically, you know, made sure that the pick that they the Falcons gave up, you know, I mean, pick that the Packers gave up, basically, which they got from Philadelphia, by the way. Um, he basically made them, you know, really loved the fact that they made that move, you know, starting if you know, 13 of the 15 games he appeared in and going 8-5, and five, completing 302 passes for 3,227 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions, also earning his first Pro Bowl selection. So, immediately, you know, his time in Atlanta, I don't, I don't think it was really good. You know, like I said, he only appeared in two games. He didn't complete any passes and actually threw um, two interceptions. But basically, when he got traded to – the Green Bay Packers, and I think they ran a West Coast offense, if I'm not mistaken. Um, basically, you know, it basically flourished. You know, I, to the best of my knowledge, the West Coast offense is a pass-heavy um, offense, but it does have some running in there. But it's a predominantly pass-first offense. So the next season, the 1993 season, a Favre would appear in all 16 games, going 9-7 and seven in those starts. So basically, you know, he would lose two more games, but he also would win a game. He did play more, but, you know, you got to take into effect. I think Brett Favre was 24 at the time. I think he came into the league when he was 22 years old. So relatively, it took him a couple years to really basically like learn the game. He did pass for 3,303 yards, 19 touchdowns, but he also led the league with 24 interceptions. But despite those turnovers, he still ended up making it to the playoffs, though. So even the fact you would like to see that he would have threw maybe what even – six maybe seven less interceptions but due to the fact that they still went nine and seven and you know they still was able to you know earn a wild card spot so they will win the wild card round and ultimately end up losing in the divisional round so in the next season the 1994 season the Packers were going to have the same record nine and seven but far you know he basically took a step in the right direction he threw less interceptions and that's what you want from your quarterback as time goes on hopefully the game slows down maybe some quarterbacks take longer than others given the fact that, you know, Brett Favre was a second-round pick. Now, in my opinion, when I when I watch Brett Favre, the way I know Brett Favre, I always, was, I always assumed that he was a first-round pick. But, you know, going back and doing my research and finding out that he was actually taking, taking, you know, 33rd overall, it's pretty cool. And, you know, it just shows that no matter where you're picked, that basically, you know, it's talent everywhere in the draft. We have seven rounds with, you know, 
basically like Tom Brady, you know, and quarterbacks that were taken in the fourth round, like Dak Prescott, third round, like Russell Wilson, you know. And a lot of times, most quarterbacks that take it in the first round, some of them are bust, but, you know, a lot of them turn out to be at least good quality starting quarterbacks. So, but there's been a lot of swings and misses as well. So, um, I don't want to throw no names out there or nothing like that. But to see that he was a second-round pick and ultimately became the player that he became is, is really nice to see, man. But, you know, basically the next season he would throw 10 less picks, only throwing 14, and he would throw, and he would almost double his touchdowns during 33 and also passing for 3,882 yards. And, you know, the game basically became a slowdown for him. Now, again, they were losing the divisional round. But the next year, you know, Farr basically became better and better as time went on. He would go on to win 11 out of his 16 games as a starter and for elite leading 4,413 yards, 38 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. Then the Packers to their third playoff appearance with him under center. So basically, you know, not every season that he played, you know, they was led to the playoffs, but basically like he had a good a good percentage, you know, of his first couple of years, and that's what you want from a quarterback that you trade for, especially, you know, any quarterback that you give the opportunity to, and you know, uh Brett Favre basically just ran with it. So and then in this season they would make it all the way to the NFC championship game, following, you know basically to the eventual Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys who won, who went on to um, play the Steelers in Super Bowl 30. But the next year, Far basically will come back with a vengeance. In the 1996 season, winning two more games, posting a 13-3 record, throwing for 3,899 yards, 39 touchdowns, and three interceptions. Leads team all the way to a Super Bowl 31 victory, 35-21 versus the New England Patriots. So we all know that um, Brett Favre, that w- this would basically be like the only Super Bowl he was winning. Now, it was now, the next season, the 1997 season, you know, they did the same thing, basically, you know, another 13-3 record. And, you know, making it back to the Super Bowl. But they just lost. I think that was one of the game when I think it was the game winning drive by John Elway, yeah. Led by John Elway because they did lose 31-24 to the Denver Broncos. But in this time frame, Brett Favre was basically at his peak, man. Like, he was at the peak of his powers, like. He was running the league, basically. You know, he was definitely like one of the top quarterbacks in the league, if not the top quarterback in the league during his time frame. So the Packers basically, you know, they had a lot of success under Mike Holmgren and stuff like that. And it's a it's a current NFL coach that was on that staff. I, I want y'all to um I'm gonna leave the question down in the episode. I want y'all to I want y'all to um tell me who that coach was. I'm not gonna spoil it. If you know, you know, I think a lot of the a lot of my older viewers probably will. Um Probably will get this, but it was it's a current NFL coach that was on this Packers staff. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna just tell you he was on the offensive side of the ball. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, yeah, y'all let me know who that coach is. But yeah, in the '98 season, Brett Favre would win 11 out of his 16 games, throwing for 4,212 yards, 31 touchdowns, and 23 interceptions. So you know, we all know Brett Favre was a gambler, and you know. That's why they called him basically like the gunslinger. Like he's gonna sling the ball, he's throwing it maybe like 35, 40 times a game. And they already know they already know that you gotta stop the pass. Now the Packers were a real good team, and I think they had a, a um a very decent defense, if I'm not mistaken, around this time. I, now I have to go back and watch because actually around this time I was I was only born in ninety seven, so I don't really have too much um recollection i don't i I can't remember because i didn't watch it so i can't really say recollection but i I really am 
I need to really need to go back and dive into this and um watch some of these old games. Cause I didn't start watching Brett Favre until about oh five, maybe oh four, oh five ish, if I'm not mistaken, you know. Yeah. So basically, you know, they would go on to lose in the wild card to the 49ers, 30 to 27. Now for the next two seasons, they would miss the uh playoffs, winning eight and nine games respectively. But back, but they returned back to the playoffs in the 01 season, you know, winning back to their winning ways as well with 12 wins in uh, 16 games and Brett Favre passing for 3,921 yards, 32 touchdowns and dropping his interceptions back down to 15. But they also in on, went on to lose in a division round to the Rams, you know, the greatest show on turf um, with uh, Torrey Holt and um, Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. And it's, it's one more receiver that, and Isaac Bruce. Yeah. Isaac Bruce. I can't remember. I don't think I don't, really remember who the tight end was at the time but you know the greatest show on turf you know they went on to play the Patriots basically losing to the Patriots in Tom Brady's first Super Bowl you know I think it was his second season if I'm not mistaken but you know basically but Brett Favre he was still that guy in the league and it's a it's a fact a, a nice fact that I you know also looked up he was the first guy in NFL history to have five straight seasons with 30 plus touchdowns, which is pretty cool. And it just speaks to the type of player that he was. Now, Brett Favre, he would go on to play for the Packers until after the 07 season, where he would finish second in MVP polling. Um, a lot of people said around this time that Brett Favre basically, I think he was trying to make his way to Minnesota and the Green Bay Packers wouldn't trade him to Minnesota. Um, I think they was trying to trade him somewhere else because I know I, I kind of figured, you know, it was around what year 16, maybe 17. And um, Brett Favre basically, you know, they felt like Brett Favre was way past his prime, man, basically. And also, you know, drafting Aaron Rodgers in 05, and I think they just wanted to see what they have and, you know, just take the – and, you know, just move the franchise in a different, you know, direction. And ultimately, it wasn't a bad decision given the fact that they still got another Super Bowl out of it. But um, do they think that they could have gotten more? Of course, because the Packers have been one of the top teams basically in the NFC – in my to my recollection since Aaron Rodgers took over but also they was one of the top teams when Brett Favre took over as well so you know for the last maybe 30 years I, I think they said for the last 30 years you know the Packers have been a predominantly you know most like more likely than not they're going to be in the playoffs for sure but you know he would go on to basically retire because I don't think he could I, I think they wouldn't train him in the soul. So I think he ended up retiring, but I think but he also came out of retirement and ended up playing for um ended up playing for the New York Jets. Yeah, they ended up playing for the New York Jets in 08, posting a nine and seven record, passing for three thousand four hundred and seventy-two yards, twenty-two touchdowns. But he had another another season with high interceptions, twenty-two. You don't want to see that. But then again, Brett Favre was like thirty-nine. You know, he probably couldn't. It probably the ball probably didn't have the same velocity on it at the time, and you know he really didn't want to be there. We already know. I think that was just like a pit stop, similar to how you know Kawhi went to Kawhi Leonard went to Toronto Raptors, something like that. But you know Kawhi ended up ultimately winning the championship, and um, but sometimes in sports, basically you might not be able. It might be a situation where you can't get to the team that you want to basically get to so you might have to play for a team for a season or two or whatever it may be so you know Brett Favre he still won nine games um I think they did make the playoffs I want to say this is um what is his name the coach the coach was this under Rex Ryan I want to say this was under Rex Ryan 
But then again, ultimately in the 09 season, he would ultimately get to where he was trying to go, Minnesota. And, you know, led the Vikings to a 12-win season, basically, and passed for 4,202 yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions at the age of 40, and finished fourth in MVP voting. Now, he would go on to go 5-8 and eight the next season, and, you know, follow, following the 2010 season, he would go on to retire. But the fact that Brett Favre played 20 seasons and, you know, just some accolades that he had, three-time MVP, three-time All-Pro, Hall of Fame, 90s team, 11-time Pro Bowler, and, you know, a Hall of Famer. First ballot. Brett Favre is definitely one of the quarterbacks I remember from my childhood. It's not too many quarterbacks. Like I said, I didn't really – I watched football, but, like, when I started paying attention, it probably was, like, maybe around the 08-09 season. I'm not heavily into it. Like, I can't remember a whole bunch of players from back in the day, but I'm definitely going to start back, you know, getting more – diving deeper into football, you know, because it is something that, you know – me and my friends used to play when I was little, you know, throwback tackle or whatever it might be called. I know it's called different things in different areas and different regions. But, you know, basically when you throw the football back, you try and run and score a touchdown. And then after you score a touchdown or wherever you get tackled from, if you get tackled, basically you would just throw the football back. And, you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, we did in the summertime, you know, play basketball as well. And it's just football is definitely a part of my childhood. Even though I did not end up playing, I never really played organized football in my life. I ended up playing organized basketball. That's what I gravitated towards because that's what I like. And, you know, that's my passion. It's a, Basketball is a game basically where you can play almost anywhere. If you have a ball in a hoop, you can play on the side of the road or in your driveway or, you know, at your local gym or at your local court. You know, if it's like a local recreational center around you. It's just basically one of those games where it can be played almost anywhere, man. But football, you know, you can also play, you know, run routes in the street, maybe in the grass. We used to play sideline pop sometimes, too, or, you know, a game where basically you play you play in the street. But if you get close to, like, somebody's yard, basically you get tackled. But it's two-hand touch in the street. But football is definitely, a, you know, something that I love and, you know, have a passion for and love watching. But Brett Favre is definitely a quarterback from my childhood when I look back of all the quarterbacks that, you know, basically I've seen and had a chance to watch when I was younger. Brett Favre is definitely one of those quarterbacks. Him, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb, those type of guys basically were the quarterbacks from my childhood that I can remember. But, yeah, this has been the Kicking the Dolo um, podcast, another Throwback Thursday episode. I might bring y'all another episode. I've been, I've been, you know, sleeping on the NBA side of it. But I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Until next time, peace out. So. Uh, clear out the room, I'm coming through, they wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill, I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it, I'm today's trying to tap it 